We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hi guys and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast hosted by me. Madison Hadler. Um, today we are going to talk about um, New Year's and New Year's resolutions. I actually, it's the day after Christmas and for Christmas I asked for some podcasting microphones because if you didn't know and I'm sure you didn't, um, I was recording in the communications department of Drury University. So Now I have my own and I can go anywhere and record with people, which will be so nice. And actually, right after I record this, I'm going to be recording with my parents. And yesterday I recorded with my friend from high school, Alicia. So it's very exciting times here at Loudmouth. And I'm currently recording in my childhood bedroom, which is weird and exciting at the same time. I'm sitting on the floor, so it's really comfortable. We love it here. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, like I said earlier, I'm going to talk about New Year's resolutions because, one, it's almost the New Year's, and I get really passionate about the holiday of New Year's. I just, I don't love it, to be honest with you. I think that I've never had, I think it's more of like a personal, I've never had a good New Year's experience so I put that on the whole holiday of New Year's but just like like the 4th of July I just think it's this huge holiday that like you feel like you have to go and do something and make it big and post about it and show people that you were doing things when in reality you know you can celebrate it anyway and anyway it's fine and so I think it's more of the more of the pressure that's put on by society to like go out and have fun because I'm not saying that obviously I hate the 4th of July like no of course not um you know I love the independence of America and freedom celebrating freedom and all that is great although I'm not you know always happy with the way that America works you know I'm still gonna celebrate the country as a whole and the place that I live in and be patriotic but And with New Year's, you know, it's a whole new year, like you made it through this tough time and now you're fine and you're coming out and you're coming into this whole new world and you're going to do so many amazing things. But it's always this expectation that people have for you to, one, you know, do great throughout the rest of the year and two, to have a good celebration, to ring in the New Year's right, as they would say. So I think it's just, you know, I feel like I have to find something fun to do or else... 2000 whatever is going to stink and you know I kind of peaked in middle school because my my church had a (laughs) my church had a middle school new year's party and honestly that was the most time and that was or the most fun that I've ever had and the only time that I've really had a plan on new year's (laughs) that was more than just me and a couple of friends hanging out so I think that's where my 
pessimistic side comes in throughout this holiday. But also, I just feel like it's so restricting. And it says, and it kind of tells people that you can only have new goals once a year and only at the start of the year. And I don't think that's true. And I feel like most people can agree. Also, some people need specific points in their life to start new goals. I actually ran a poll on my main Instagram, Mad underscore Hadler, because it has more followers and I wanted to get more of a wide variety of people. I also just run a lot of polls on there because I think it's really fun to see what people think. But I asked, like, you can change your goals at, and one of the times was anytime, and the other one was significant points. And it was about an 80% of any time and 20% of significant points, which really threw me off a little because I feel like if you talk to most people, they can tell you, oh, you can, you know, change your mind at any point in time. You know, that's what they kind of teach you. It's like you don't have to stick with one thing for the rest of your life. You can change your mind at any point. You can change your goals at any point. And this is kind of what Taylor and I were talking about, too, and my motivation one was that, you know, when do you change your goals? When is it a good time to change your goals? And I thought it was surprising that a lot of people, that 20% of people said significant points in your life because, you know, I feel like people tell you you can change all the time, but some people think that you should only be changing at like New Year's or graduation or when you complete another goal. And I want to state my opinion first off is that I think you can change your goals at any time. While it's good to complete your goals and you should focus on completing your goals, if your goals aren't re- aren't revolving around your values anymore or you have changed as a person and you realize that they aren't as important as these other goals, then you can change them. I mean, ultimately, you decide what you want to do with your life. So in, before I even start going into the whole New Year's resolutions, like, obviously you are your own person you do what you want to do you do not have to listen to anyone if you want to change your goals right here and now on the 26th of December then change your goals right here and now on the 26th of December even though that's not a normal time to change your goals that was in in quotes so that was obviously sarcasm but if you feel like you want to change your goals you can only change your goals at a specific point in your times then do that. You know, I'm not here to tell you what you can and can't do, and no one else is either. So, no matter what I say in this podcast, take it with a grain of salt. Um, grain of salt? <laughs> grain of salt. You can do whatever the fuck you want, honestly. But, <laughs> kind of going into this, um, I just feel like it's a lot of pressure, and I never complete my New Year's resolutions, and that makes me, that makes me hard, it makes me hard on myself. Um, I choose to, you know, look down on myself because, like, if you can't complete this one goal that you set out to do in a whole year, then what can you do? And then I notice, like, halfway throughout the year, I'm not looking towards those goals, and then I get depressed and sad, and all this anxiety swells up around it, and I feel like people just feel like they have to change at New Year's. But what if what you're doing is what you want to be doing, and you don't really, I mean, you always have new goals, but you don't want to change your ideas because what you did in 2018 was great your goal can be to keep doing that in 2019 you don't have to constantly try to change yourself year after year and I know that's not what most people who do new year's resolutions are thinking they're thinking to better and self 
better themselves, improve themselves, self-growth and all that stuff. And I understand, but I feel like it puts this whole thing around it saying like, you have to constantly be bettering yourself. Like you have to constantly keep striving for a goal when maybe you could be really satisfied with where you are and you just want to continue that in 2019. That can be your goal too. I know that's kind of a tangent, but I'm going to kind of go into the history of New Year's resolutions. And then I'm going to talk about just, you know, what New Year's resolutions are now and why I don't like them, even though I kind of preface that. And then how to keep goals. And it doesn't have to be New Year's resolutions, but how to keep goals that you've obtained for yourself and just kind of let you off at the end with a little bit of light and hope, knowing that 2019 is going to be a great year, whether you choose to make goals at the beginning of it or not. So let's get into the history of it. I looked at history.com and there was an article by Sarah Pruitt about New Year's resolutions and where they came from and how they're different from what they are now. So if you want to look that up, it's just history.com. If you Google search uh, history of New Year's resolutions, it should be one of the first five to pop up. So ancient Babylonians were the first to make uh, New Year's resolutions about 4,000 years ago. 4,000 years ago, and they were the first on record to hold celebrations of the new year. It didn't happen in January, though, contrary to what we do now. It was in mid-March when the crops were planted, because that's when they knew their times by was different harvests of different crops. So that is kind of when they did. That is kind of when they did that. It's so different from what we are now, but those are like the first people to have said to create goals for themselves in the new year. So there was a 12-day festival, festi- festival, 12-day festival called Akatu, uh, where they crowned a new king or reaffirmed their loyalty to their reigning king. At this point, they made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return objects they had borrowed, which is where the start of these goals came to be. So they made promises that they would pay off all their debts and they would return everything. So that was their goal. Those were their resolutions in the New Year's, as we would call them now. Um, If they kept their word, the gods would bestow favor on them. And if they didn't, then they would obviously be punished by the gods so that was kind of their motivation for keeping these new year's resolutions which is obviously different from what we do now Um, a lot of new year's resolutions are very secular you could do it obviously with your church or with your religion but you know now it's kind of like goals on self-improvement and all that stuff and while these goals were of self-improvement they were more towards making themselves look in favor to gods it was more towards making your self be better to these gods that looked upon you and you know kind of guided your everyday life so that was their motivation to be better people and to make these resolutions in these goals so that the gods would bestow favor onto them so the next people um were it was similar to this but in rome after julius caesar he established um, january 1st as the beginning of the new year and this happened in 46 bc so a long freaking ass time ago um did he decide that january 1st was going to be the start of the new year and it's kind of where we got obviously our new year from and then a month was named after the 
or for the god Janus, which is the two-faced god whose spirit inhabited doorways and arches. And so they believed that this god stood in the doorway of the new year and looked back on the old year and entered through these arches and looked at new beginnings and new opening up doors, as we say. That's kind of what they named the month after because it was this new beginning, a new year. Let's do it right. Let's look past back at the old year and make better decisions or, you know, keep doing what we're doing. So thank you, Julius Caesar, for that. And they offered sacrifices and made promises to the gods that they would be better. And this was another form of motivation for them. A lot of, you know, I mean, obviously in olden days, there were a lot more gods and a lot more people believing in religions than there are now but they a lot of the resolutions were for the gods to make themselves better to you know get them into these good places and afterlife make it better and all that good stuff so now we get on to the early christians they made their first day of the new year traditional to think about one's past mistakes and resolving to do better. So this is more of the modern resolutions that we look at now. Um, they sat on the first day of January and they thought about what they had done in the past and reflected on those decisions and made goals on how they could be better in the future, which is, you know, ultimately what we do now. Maybe a little bit less of reflecting unless you make your Instagram stories of one picture of each month, which no judgment if you do that. I personally don't, but... <laughs> But, you know, that's the most reflecting we kind of do, unless more people do more. But we don't really make it a whole holiday, and this was a, a whole holiday for them. And in 1740, there was a service written and performed by John Wesley, and it is was called the Covenant Renewal Service. And it was held on the first day of the new year and still churches do this not as many as before but it was a time to pray and think upon think upon what you've done the past year and to make promises onto the future and a very religious ceremony um all these kind of new year the new year's resolutions in the beginning were very religious you know promising to do better to god having him hold you accountable and all that and now people make promises to themselves and not gods on this um article it said about 45 45% of people make resolutions but only like 8% actually keep this which is kind of a, which is kind of objective because you know you're kind of hard on yourself with goals so it's like i mean if i don't think i met my goal that doesn't really matter as much as like the people who i'm making the goal for does that make any sense i don't think it did but you know, that's kind of the big difference between the olden days and us now is that we promise these resolutions to ourselves, which is a part of our fallback, which is a part of why people don't keep them as much. You know, they had a motivation. And while self-improvement and self-growth is our motivation, it's a little bit less scary than, uh, you know, making sure that you're doing good for the gods. I mean, obviously, you're not, I mean, you're going to be hard on yourself, but you're not going to punish yourself if you don't make these uh, New Year's resolutions or you don't keep them at least. And so that was kind of their motivation was gods and making sure that they look good to them and always constantly trying to improve themselves, make them better in their faith, make them better for the afterlife and all that jazz. And also I asked on my you know, just kind of make this relevant. I asked on my Instagram, are New Year's resolutions a good tool for life or waste of time? And I had about 62% say waste of time and 38% say 
38% say they're a good tool for life. So uh, while about 45% of us make these New Year's resolutions, a lot of people don't. I mean, that's less than half of the Americans. This is Americans, sorry. I should have stated that before. This is Americans. But, you know, you not many people make it as you would think. And I think that a lot of people think it is a waste of time is because it's like, why, if you don't make that plan for yourself and you don't make that goal a priority, then yeah, you're going to lose it. And then you're going to be discouraged. And then you're going to be like, I did not do good in the year of 2018 because I couldn't keep this one New Year's resolution that I made at the 1st of January up until the 31st of December. I mean, that's a whole 365 days. You change so much on a day-to-day basis. How do you expect your goals to, you know, constantly revolve around who you are as a person? A lot can happen in a year. I don't know if you like to reflect back on years, and I don't necessarily because it kind of just makes me sad. I don't like being nostalgic. Oh, my God, I can never say that word, nostalgic. But, you know, a lot can change, and you change a lot. Let me say that one more time. You change a lot as a person during those 365 days. So your goals are going to change each time. And I think that's why people think it is a waste of time because, you know, you start out the year so optimistic and you want to do these amazing, amazing things, which is great. You should always make goals for yourself because otherwise, what are you trying to achieve? But it's like you're always trying to do better. And if you feel like you aren't doing better, which is such an objective term, then you're going to lose sight of what you actually wanted to do in the beginning, which is just, you know, be the best version of yourself that you can be. So I think that's why people think it is a waste of time because they get discouraged and they stop and they, you know, think about it and they're like, oh, I couldn't even keep this one resolution. How can, could have, how could have 2018 been better? Oh, maybe if I kept this one resolution, you know? And I think we just put so much pressure on ourselves to do better each year. And it's like, that's great. And we should try to do better. But we should try to just be the best version of ourselves that we can be. We shouldn't be, you know, oh, I want to lose all this weight. If you love the way that you look right now, then amazing. While you should always, you know, strive to be healthy because it's an important part Um, even though I am definitely not the person to talk to about that. Um, You know, we just put so much pressure on ourselves to do this, and we should try to be better, but we should just try to be the best version that you can be, and we shouldn't look at other people's New Year's resolutions and think, oh, well, that's on theirs, then I should try to do that too, because you are your own freaking person, and you can do whatever the heck you want to, Um, and the difference is we don't look at God's for our motivation. We look at ourselves for this motivation. We look at our peers to be like, oh, she's doing great at her resolutions. Or she's, you know, kicking ass, losing weight, awesome. But it's like, we shouldn't look at that. We need to look internally. And we need to think about what we want to better ourselves in. And if literally in the third month of the year, you decide that that one goal isn't revolving around your values anymore or you've already completed it then fuck yeah go change that goal you do not have to keep the goal that you made on a drunken night in 2019 (laughs) till the end of the year you can change your goals at any point that you want 
And that's my belief. I mean, I think that you can change yourself any any day that you choose to. You can be different from a freaking hour ago. I mean, our minds are constantly learning new things and we're constantly, you know, experiencing other moments that change us and that shape us. So why should you sit there and try to focus on these couple of things instead of just trying to be the best version of yourself and I think that's what my new year's resolution is gonna be is just to do my best and be my best every single day of 2019 and the best thing about that goal is that your best changes every single day you know my best yesterday was I mean yesterday was Christmas and we didn't really do anything Um, my family did Christmas all before Christmas. (laughs) So on Christmas, my best was like, I had an agenda to record a podcast with Alicia and that's what I did. And the rest of the day was all to myself. And my best this morning was to record two episodes of my podcast. Um, one right now and then one with my parents. And that's the best that I can do. Sometimes your best is getting up at 8am and going on a run And sometimes your best is waking up around 11 o'clock and, you know, eating breakfast or going out to IHOP. It doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. As long as you go to bed and you feel confident in the choices that you made and the things that you were successful in that day, and you feel like you did your best that you could do that day, then nothing else matters. Goals are really, really important, and I don't want to fight that. But I'm saying that you don't have to put all this pressure on this one day and this whole entire year to make a goal, one day out of the year, to make those couple of goals. You don't have to put that much pressure on yourself because, you know, in a month, you're going to realize that maybe you aren't living up to that goal as much as you wanted to. And that's okay. Evolve your goals. You evolve every single day. So why can't your goals evolve with you? So I'm off my soapbox now. (laughs) I hope that that made a little bit of sense. But now I'm going to kind of um, give you some advice just on how to keep these goals throughout the year. Um, I think the biggest thing that we do when making New Year's resolutions and or just goals in general because if you're like me and you don't really believe in new year's resolutions then this is just goals in general is we overcommit ourselves and like i said on that one drunken night of january when you're plastered off champagne and you're like i'm gonna do this and this and this however many pounds and that's just and then you're like i'm gonna eat healthy every single day i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that It's like, don't overcommit yourself. That is rule number one, because you are just going to realize that in a couple of weeks, you're not meeting any of those goals because you're trying to meet all of them and you're going to get sad and then you're just going to quit and you're not going to try to do your best because you're upset that you couldn't even do those goals that you set out for yourself. So don't overcommit. Your New Year's resolutions, your goals do not have to be a huge, long list. It doesn't have to be a to-do list like, oh, we're going to get healthy, scratch that off the list. Getting healthy is a conscious and commitment that you have to make every single day. 
and not even just getting healthy, doing better in your job. That is a decision you have to make every single day. So you cannot overcommit yourself. You have to realize that um, you're not Superwoman or Superman as much as you might think. And I know we all think that. And I'm not saying that you guys aren't the most strong women or men that I've ever met in my entire life. But I'm just saying that, you know, you can't do it all as much as we like to think. You cannot do it all. Um, So don't overcommit yourself because then you're going to be upset. You're going to have anxiety around them. And then you're not even going to complete any of the goals that you first set out to do in the first place. The next thing kind of ties into that is being realistic. You need to be realistic about your goals. And I think that's why I think my doing your best is like the best goal because your best can change every single day. And, you know, one day of your get healthy kick or your do better at my job, one day you may fall short. And that's because, you know, doing better at your job, like what does that mean to you? You need to be realistic about it. You need to say, okay, I want to obtain this goal and be realistic about it. Be realistic about your goal because if you don't obtain it, like I said in the first one of overcommitting, you're going to get upset and you are going to quit all your goals because you didn't obtain this one goal that was just a little bit too much out of your reach or make stepping stones for your goals. Oh my God, I just sounded so weird. Make stepping stones Make stepping stones for your goals. You know, um, I want to achieve this by this date. Make it realistic. You achieve it. Okay, now I want to do this. And now I want to do this. Stack your goals as you go on because that's being realistic. You know, you can't obtain this huge lifelong goal in one year and just expect it to go right without having those milestones along the way and celebrating those and marking those off your goals. So be realistic about what you do. Um, kind of like that one, like I just said, track your pro- progress. Make those mini goals. If your goal is to get healthier, um, make a plan. Make a workout regimen. Make a journal. Write down what you're eating. Make it obtainable and <laughs> make it so that you are, so that you're holding yourself accountable because we don't have the gods to shame us in these goals anymore. It's all about you. So you have to make it so that you are going to do your best, which is by tracking your progress. If you wanted to do better in your job, track your progress at your job. Did you make more sales this month? All that kind of stuff. Write down each day. Were you trying to be nicer to a person that maybe you've been rude to in the past? You know, journal those feelings at the end of the day. Say, okay, she said this and I said this. He said this and I said this, which is better than what I would have done yesterday. Track your progress. Make those goals celebratory. Um, And then my kind of personal thing is like be passionate about your goals. If you're not fully committed to these goals, then why even make them? You know, my number one thing isn't to get healthy. I'm not the healthiest person on the bunch. And so to make that my like number one goal and not be super and like kind of just be like, I just need to get healthier. I know I do. I'm not super passionate about it. And so I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I'm going to lose track of that goal. But if my goal is to, you know, be the best person that I can be and, you know, stop spending as much money, that goes into eating fast food and that goes into being healthier. If my goal is to, I want to go on a spring break trip and I want to go on the beach and I want to feel good about how I feel on the beach. So that's what I'm passionate about, just feeling good, which is 
going into being healthy, but not just being healthy in the sense of eating good food and working out. It's being healthy in the sense of mind. I want to look good. I want to look in the mirror and be like, Madison, you are a beautiful fucking person. So, you know, celebrate that. And that's what I'm passionate about. So my goal would be to, you know, feel good about myself, feel good inside and out. When I look at myself, I want to know that I am a beautiful, amazing person. And that's what that's what pa- that's what's my passion and that's what motivates me. And if your motivation is to get healthy and you are passionate about getting healthy, then by all means, make that your freaking goal. Everyone's goals are different. Everyone's passions are different. Everyone's best is different. So don't compare yourself to those people who set those really high New Year's resolutions and are doing great at it because you are your own person. And as long as you're doing your best, then that's all that freaking matters. Also, in the grand scheme of things, are you going to remember the New Year's resolutions that you made for yourself? I don't even remember the New Year's resolutions that I made for myself in 2018. So why, you know, why make them? Why make them New Year's resolutions per se? Why I feel like I can only start over at this one day a year when I can start over again and again and again. And I think that the most helpful way to set goals, I mean, if you're wanting to do New Year's resolution and if you're wanting to make 2019 amazing, is to look at different goals each month. Look at one goal each month and reevaluate that goal each month because you're going to change. There are going to be events that shake you up and going to prohibit you from meeting those resolutions per se. So you just need to look, what is my best today? Am I going to do that? Yes. Is it going to meet a goal? Yes. Then do it. Realize that your goals can constantly fluctuate and change. If you're trying to be healthy, one day you're healthy may be making all these great superfoods and working out. And the other day you're healthy maybe, okay, I'm going to go on a 10-minute walk. And that's okay because you are constantly trying to achieve your goals. And as long as you're doing your best, then that's all you need to worry about. Well, I hope this provided you guys with a lot of, I mean, insights. I know it was kind of a soapbox, soapbox tangent. But I'm just really passionate about this, and I've had so many times where halfway through the year I feel upset because I'm not achieving the goals that I set out for myself at the very beginning. So I just feel really passionate about the holiday of New Year's because I just don't really love it. But I think that if you change the narrative around it and if you change your goals to constantly be changing, (laughs) then you're going to be so successful. And if you realize that these goals are subjective and that you can change them at any freaking point, then it's okay. So stop looking at those people who make those New Year's resolutions at the very beginning and keep them all the way to the end. Because, And if you are one of those people, great, I'm not trying to hate on you. But if you're one of those people that kind of fail, you know, a week into the New Year's resolutions, then it's okay. And you can change your goals at any point that you want to. Do not feel like, these goals that you made on January 1st have to hold out until December 31st because a lot can happen in a year and you're going to change constantly in a year. So just keep in mind when you make those resolutions, make them obtainable, make them reasonable. Don't overcommit yourself, track your progress and be passionate about them. And you're going to be great. 
2019 is going to be a kick-ass year for you, whether you make all these goals at the beginning of the year or you're constantly changing them throughout the year. Or your goal is just to be the best that you could be. So that's all I have to say today. Um, Wow. I honestly feel very inspired by myself from this episode. But I really hope you guys enjoyed and um, look forward to my episode next week. It's going to be amazing. And now I'm going to go record with my parents. Make sure to follow me at loudmouthpod on Instagram. And I do have an email. It is loudmouthpod1 at gmail.com. But I'm really proud of you guys, no matter what you decide to do on this New Year's, if you decide to make all these resolutions or you just decide to make a resolution to change your resolutions every once in a while. Um, If you keep them, if you don't, you're going to do amazing. And you guys are my inspiration. I'm so happy to have started this podcast this year. And I can't wait to see what 2019 brings for it and what it brings for you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, I was also told to give a shout out to uh, uh, Mondo. If you're listening to this, hello. He asked me to do a shout out for him and all my episodes have been pre-recorded. So this is a live recording. Um, Hi, Mondo. I hope you're doing great. Um, I'd love to hear your guys' opinions on my podcast and, you know, ask any questions that you want. I'm not an expert, but um, if you have any ideas for an episode as well, please let me know. Um, I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a great year. Whether it's 2018 you're listening in this to this in this year <laughs> or it's 2019. I love you guys. Goodbye.